just a bloke in a bar. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Packer Up, boys. And you may be looking at me on YouTube going, ooh, you're wearing a jersey. You're wearing a jersey. Well, bloke jerseys, they are coming very soon. As I've said the last couple of weeks, set aside your 99 bucks because we're going to launch them most likely, not this coming Monday, but the following Monday. We're going to, well, basically what's going to happen is, is the initial pre-order, it's 99 bucks. After a certain date, it's going to be 120 bucks. So you're going to get in early. There's a limited amount. Once they are gone, guys, they are gone. So we've got X amount. They sell, gone. Not going to re-release these ones. Last year, we did a batch, and then we we re-released some at the end of the year because they were, like, the demand was absolutely huge. But these ones, and going forward, we just drop them each year. Uh, limited edition. You won't get them again, and these ones are sick. Now, as I said, I'm wearing a jersey right now. Real deep bloke community members, they'll know whether this is the jersey that we are releasing or whether it's a new jersey that we're releasing that's different to this. <laughs> so I'll just leave it at that. If you're an OG or if you're a deep bloke member, you'll know the answer to that question. Uh, also, head into your IGA in New South Wales, $50 cases of bloke. $50. Are you serious? That is so cheap. Uh, for a small company like us, a small beer company, $50, that's competitive prices with the big dogs, with squillions of dollars. So get down to IGA plus Slicker in New South Wales. Plus we're in all the celebrations in New South Wales and Queensland, all the bottleos, all the liquor legends in Queensland. So go to your local, ask them to order some bloke in, politely obviously, or go to our store locator. And uh, yeah, we've got hundreds of store, hundreds of store in Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria and ACT. Maddie, he's joined me again. How you going, mate? Denon, great. After a good win last night, or a good second half. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I was looking at first half going, the Rabbitohs might. Like, they were, look, put it this way. I'll be honest. I was sitting there by the end of the first half going, Rabbitohs are not our premiership threat. Mm. Just like, because all year, it's just been like, I can't get what I need to get out of you. You're like, you're just not the Rabbitohs that I know. Then the second half happens, and I'm like, Holy shit, this is the Rabbitohs. Yep. Like, this is exactly what the Rabbitohs are playing. Like, fast through the middle. Cam Murray comes alive. Damian Cook starts running the ball. Cody Walker, Trell Mitt, all like, Jayara had a good game. Mo Maola, uh, Maola? Mo Moali, I think. Mo Moali? Yeah, David Moali. Oh my God, that's an easy name to get. I still stuff it up. <laughs> Moale. Is that it? All right. Anyway, um, he was absolutely best game of his career. Easy. Best game. He, he was fantastic. Was, went, like, and I. I'd seen, when I'd looked at Moale, I hope I'm saying that right, Moale? Davey Moale, I, th I think it is. Moale. Um, when I watched him before, we'll just call him Davey. Davey, <laughs> Davey. <laughs> um, when I saw Davey before, I was like, big body, looks like, looks like an athlete, has a lot of potential. And you'd see like these little glimpses. You'd be like, okay, yeah, yeah. Last night was the first time where I go, oh, wow. This kid has more than just like, you know, the potential to be just a good solid first grader. He has the potential to, to replace Burgess when he retires. Yep. Just that similar hit the line and it just bends automatically. Um, and I think it might be because maybe his knee is all the way good again. Because didn't he have a sore knee a few weeks ago? Stuff yeah, I think against the Panthers, he, he got a bit injured. Mm. Um, and it's funny, like, everyone's obviously heard, like, coming through the ranks. I know, like, South fans, I pay attention to him because he's Rabbitohs. But um, everyone's kind of said, yeah, this kid's, this kid's special. Mm. But... He's been playing first grade for a little bit now. Yeah, a few years now, three. We, yeah, yeah, probably about two or three. Two or three. And really, like, Jason Demetrio's been really, really patient with him. Yeah. Which, I guess, I mean, you know more than... You've got to be with want. front rowers, man. Yeah, with front rowers. No one... This Payne Haas is a once-in-a-lifetime yeah, front he's, rower. he's a... He doesn't count. Because <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, what other 19-year-old front rower do we have that just dominates the yeah, game? Yeah, like, absolutely dominates. So... I think they've done a really good job with him and mm. we're seeing the rewards. Like he, he had his best game as he said last night. <clears throat> Wind back two weeks ago, like that hit he put on yeah. against Melbourne. Mm. He's 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 gonna be a force to be reckoned with in the mm. future and uh I'm excited to see his progression. Yeah, I can't wait. He was really like every time. I thought Joy Arrow was outstanding in the middle he was as well. Fantastic. First game back. Yeah, and like I, I haven't been much of a Joy Arrow in the front row fan. Like I, even though I like, as in, he's good. He's really good in the front row. Yeah. But I'm always like, oh, is he big enough? Like, he's not that big of a bloke. 
Um, but last night, he was outstanding. I know he played in the edge when Keon went off. Oh, that sucked. Hopefully, it's just a... Yeah, I know. Hopefully, it's just like a three or four weeker. Um, but Jai Arrow, he was outstanding. Far out, you... you He's the kind of guy, like, when he was at the Titans, he was the man because, yep. like, he's their best player. And then he came down to Rabbitohs, and although he still played really good footy, he gets kind of lost in all the superstars he, there. He's flown under the radar heaps. Massively. But then you, you see him come back, and you're like, oh, now I remember how important this bloke is to the team. Yeah. Like, he is crucial to that side. Yeah, made a huge difference last night. I think he topped the metres for the whole game as well. I, I think as well he releases Cam Murray a little bit mm. because, ironically, when he came to the club – People forget, and you may remember because you're a Rabbitohs fan. Yep. There was a bit of a question. Does Cam Murray play 13 or Jairo play oh, 13? 100% that was a question. And people don't know that. They, yeah. they think, oh, yeah, Jai just came down. And, no, no, he was actually one of the best 13s in the comp. Oh, if you, like, go back on NRL.com if you're listening, if you have time, and look at Jairo's numbers. Just click on a random Titans game. Oh. 200 metres a game. Like, just, he got through so much work So much Titans work. And so there was a question, like, does Cam move to an edge... And as Jairo, and obviously Cam's gone on to do what he, you know, has done. But I think he does release a bit of load for Cam because, like, he can do a bit of clean-up work. Yeah. Because, like, when Cam's out there by himself, like, you've got Keon who, don't get me wrong, Keon gets through a lot of work, but he's, like, you're explosive. You, you want him fresh in attack, yeah. Keon. And then you get Jai on, you go, well, they can kind of share the load a little bit. Even at stages, like, Jai might ask Cam, oh, Cam, just jump out for a couple of so set. Yeah. Let me fucking get in there and have a rip and tear. Um, so, yeah, Rabbitohs outstanding. Cody Walker, oh my god, that's that, good. It's good to see him. Back that playing. pass oh. was stupid, bro. Oh. Like what I, I honestly, and apologies for people that have watched footy for, you know, way longer than I have, but I swear that pass wasn't around back in the day where they were floating it over blokes into like bef like into spaces where the player wasn't to just hit yeah. hit onto. Yeah, I don't know. I, I put, put it this way: when I was playing. Maybe it happened once or twice, but I feel like you see it like once a week now. Yeah. Where they just go, floop, float it all the way over, and then the, the winger just run, runs straight onto it. I tried to do that nose tag on Wednesday. Oh, did you? It went out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> far out. Yeah, that's funny. But yeah, no, you're right. Like, it, and they're beautiful to watch those passes yeah. too. Like, I kind of feel like back in the day, a cutout pass, that was what we were impressed by. Yeah. Just like, and it was a spiral. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, right to left, a mad spiral, like far out. How good's that? Mm. Joey John's spiral. And don't get me wrong, like Joey John absolutely has a skill to do what Cody did. But that non-spiral floater, I just don't know if we used to see that. I don't know. Because did, did defences used to jam in as much as they do now? Yeah, I, I'm, I think I'm with you. I'm not... I don't I'm know. Sure, I don't yeah. know. Let us know in the comments section. Is am I like is was it before my time where a lot of these kind of looping passes used to happen? But I feel like it's only C really certainly not as often as we see. I mean, now. like probably the last three years. Because like remember when Sam Walker came in and was doing them, and it was a bit of a Everyone shock. Was like, Whoa! Yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, Cody Walker. Oh man, what an absolute. <laughs> Wayne Bennett sitting there going because Wayne Bennett at the start of the week in the week was like he's one of the most skillful players I've ever coached. And he's like, fuck. <laughs> oh, I'll come back to kill me. Um, it's, I think, like, it's weird because sometimes Cody, he, you know, goes quiet for a couple of games. Everyone's like, oh, miss the old Cody Walker. But when you really see him, like, he's kind of unmatched when it comes to all-rounded skills with the ball in him. Oh, 100%. 100%. Like, I, I just – well, you look at his stats – like I know, I know Cody on the field is hyper passionate and mm. you know gets in people's faces. So opposing fans don't like him, but our Rabbitohs fans love oh, it. Love him, love it, love him. He's the guy that you, if you're playing him, you hate it. If yeah. you're with him, you love it. Um, I personally love it, and I know Cody's a bloke as well. And seriously, I wish everyone could meet Cody just one on one yeah. and have a chat with him. I guarantee you, you there's no chance in hell you'd walk away and say he's a dickhead. Oh and, no way. And I and I, I'm not saying. And there's a lot of players where you probably could walk away and say he's a dickhead. So, like, I'm not saying every NRL player is a fucking great bloke because it's mm. not true. What I'm saying is, is Cody Walker is a standout good bloke. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think you look at his stats. If you go back with his stats the last five years, they're easily the best attacking stats in the competition bar none. Yeah, by far. Most try assists, most tries, most line break assists. Like, every all of the attacking stats... He's either first or like second or third. The crazy one was the the try one. The try one. Like he's a five eight. A five eight. Then what was he in the top ten? He was in the top ten, I 
think maybe that's, top five. That's been generous. It could have been top five. Like far out as a five eight. Mm. Like and like he's not at the Roosters or the Melbourne Storm. Mm. He's at Rabbitohs, who you know they have years where they're solid. You know I know they get to the prelim, but it's not like their seasons they just dominate the whole way through. But also, if you look at South, <coughs> look at their prelims. Look at the first prelim, which was in twenty eighteen, to the team now. Cody Walker's pretty much the only guy still. Like yeah. it's, it's a completely different team. There was a whole re, like rebuild. rebuild. Yeah. So yeah, so impressive. And also, it's it's no surprise that Alex Johnson's been top try scorer what three years in a row yeah. now. Yeah. Like, who's his, who's the man inside him that sorts that out? Um, so yeah, Rabbitohs. As I said, first half, I'm going, mate. These guys are done. Like I just, I just think they might have lost their their edge a bit. Mm. They, they've been edging so for so many years that maybe this is just the year where. You know, they might stumble into the eight and then bow out. Um, but second half, I just go, oh, okay, no, they've still got that edge. The edge is still there, that mm. high speed, high line speed, all that kind of stuff. Um, with the Dolphins, oh, gallant performance. Like, I just – they were right in that match. I mean, they were ahead at halftime. Well, at halftime when I was watching it, I was talking to the people I was with and I was saying – Souths are playing the Dolphins game at the moment. Mm. They're at 14-6. It was gritty. It was grindy. There was basically no errors in the first half from either team. Mm. Souths, like, they just don't, they just dominated the yep. first half. And Souths could get out of their end. They were just really good. You know, you know what it was? I, th- I like, and this is no disrespect to the Dolphins at all, but I just think that, like, it was evidence of, like, there's the top-tier roster and then there's the solid roster. Yeah. And as soon as that top tier roster clicked into gear, unfortunately, you just can't go with you them. Can't un- match it, yeah. Unless you're the Penrith Panthers, the Roosters, maybe the Broncos, depending on how they're going at the moment. Um, I feel so negative on them. They're fucking the top of the table, but <laughs> it's uh, a team. You got to be. You got to be pessimistic. <laughs> I know, but it's it's just the if you if you actually watch the Broncos games, know, yeah. you'll get the same feeling. Like. People that are riding, anyone that's riding high on the Broncos right now, I just don't feel like they've properly watched what's happening. Yeah. Not to say that they're going poorly at all, but like people are putting them as premiership threats and I just go, not not yet. Yeah. Maybe give me a few more rounds to see that. But anyway, um, yeah, I think the Rabbitohs, the, the second half, because uh, Dolphins ended up, they ended up missing more tackles, but I think that's more because the Rabbitohs are so hard to tackle. Yeah. But they actually completed higher percentage in the end mm. than the Rabbitohs. Yeah. And so when you see that, you go, and then you, and then you see the score that was put on. You just go, just crazy roster. Like, look at the tries. Latrell Mitchell, just big fucking giant. Yep. Just dominating. Uh, crazy ball from Cody, Cody. Uh, from, um, crazy ball from Cody Walker. Yep. Deflection off a soccer's leg. Oh, that was, that was lucky. So unlucky. So <laughs> that's three, you know what I mean? That's yeah. three tries that are just kind of like out of your control. Yeah. Um, and so, like, let's say you take away the deflection, you take away Latrell's barge over and Cody Walker's crazy ball. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's a tight game. It's even, yeah. And so that's what I mean by that. Just Cody Walker and Latrell Mitchell, like, you can't. They're, yeah, they're that on craziness a, is the is the difference. Yeah, they're they're on another level, and they yeah. can just win your matches. Yeah. So, um, do we, in in regards to some of the calls, look the the Bromwich one. Yeah, it looked bad because like. You know, it's, he's catching a kick and he's not even looking where the ball's going. Like, it sounds stupid for me to say this, but I, there was no malice in it, in my opinion. Oh, he just mistimed it. Like, he just mistimed it. Yeah. It's, you know, like, even though it's like, bro, did you see what happened? Like, yeah. he hit him in the head and the ball wasn't even near him. It's like, yeah, he's not going to hurt him. He's going to put on a big shot. Like, he, but he's not actually, he just mistimed it. Like, yeah. um, <sighs> I, I agree that he mistimed it and there, it was a complete accident, but. I think definitely he ten in the bin. Still deserves simping, yeah. Yeah, in today's game for sure. In today's game for sure. I mean, to be honest, oh, I'm, I'm trying to. I feel like ten in the bin was fucking hectic back in the day. Like you had oh. to, you had to like nearly kill someone. There was an article going around recently. It was like most pl- players most simping in the yeah. era, and it had like Latrell was first and Victor was second, and the, the, all the talk was around Victor because he's played a uh, few less games on the list. So, and, like it's basically like pretty much plays in the last five years because of how many Sinbins there are. Yeah. And then there's Reese Wesser. That bloke must have been Sinbinned all the time. Oh, because, really? Because Sinbins weren't popular back then. Because he's a fullback, it must have been Holding like down professional fouls and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was funny just to see his name on the list because I don't like I don't remember him being Sinbinned a lot. That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> oh, uh, Reece, the great Reese Wesser. He was so good. He was awesome. Loved oh, him. Yeah. Um 
Wow, that's funny. Uh, yeah, so with with the Kenny Bromwich one, look, 10 yeah. in the bin. Oh. Look, if you will look at the suspensions in the past, you'd, you'd think he, he might be in a little bit of trouble, but I hope not. Like, like maybe I'm just being... Because, like, put it this way, if it was Hargreaves, mm. we'd all be sitting here going, bruh, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, for sure. Because it's Kenny Bromwich who basically has a seamless like a no a great record yeah we're all like oh come on mate like yeah okay stuffed up let's move on so i don't know the problem is and i think this podcast will go out by the time it's charged but it's just we just don't know it's such a lottery yeah, it is like with kafusi getting four radley getting a fine last week and well, I'm if kafusi saying- gets four he should get eight <laughs> yeah, no they should like you know what i mean <laughs> if kafusi is four and let's and say three because he fucking charged it like because yeah. he, he he challenged it because it was three regardless, even if he had carryovers, hey? Uh, or was it two? Nah, it was... Oh. Was I his ca- was, carryovers, did it push him to three? Carryovers pushed him, I'm pretty sure... Yeah, sorry. So, because it was a grade three, yeah, his carryovers pushed him. But if he got it downgraded to a grade two, it would have been a fine. So, yeah, grade three would have been two, at so least, I, mean two. I think. So, if, his, he, if his base suspension was two weeks, Kenny Bromwich should honestly be five. Yeah. I don't know. Like, anyway, I, I hope it isn't. I hope I'm just not, saying, yeah. like, fuck. I mean, you know what? We've seen the NRL hasn't. Because I've seen way worse things than Kafusis, mm. and they don't even get fucking... Yeah, I, I just... We're going to be using it as the RC for us to year, yeah, but I it's know. just... I know. Yeah. Um, now, he's back next week, so thank God. Hopefully... Yeah, Kif- yeah, yeah. That's a... Oh, fuck. Dolphins are going, whoo! Because <laughs> yeah. if they had lost him and Bromwich, and holy Bromwich. heckers. Yeah. Um, now, on to the... A bit, I mean... They call it a controversial call, but I don't think it was controversial at all. Uh, Campbell Graham try. Like, yeah, he, like, you and Aiken gets knocked over, but that was a great line from Campbell mm. Graham. Like, he didn't put, put his hands up at all. It was, was it directly shoulder to shoulder? No, but it was like the back of his shoulder. Mm. That's, that's a great line. Like, he's running that line aggressively. Like, you're always taught as a winger to run that line aggressively and, like, keeping your core strong so you can push through the crowd. And, like, I think that was just a great line by Campbell Graham. You want to knock people over. Like, you just run – A, he had eyes on the ball the whole time. He didn't push. It was with his shoulder. That's the main part. That he didn't actually – He didn't push. It was, like, that shoulder to shoulder. And, like, he wasn't running into Ewan Aiken. He was running past Ewan Aiken. Yep. I don't see the controversy at all. Yeah, live, I actually – when I was looking at it, I'm like, oh, this will, this will get called back for sure. And then look, look at, like, more replays. I think it just looked worse because it seemed like he got pushed, but mm-hmm. he didn't actually get pushed. As you said, he was he was attacking the ball, running a line, eyes for the ball and everything. I'll tell you this. If you and Aiken was going to catch that ball, you reckon he gets bumped that hard? Yeah, true. Yeah, no, no chance. That's Exactly. Yeah, no chance. He's, he's core, his core is strong yeah. and he's hitting that to get up there and, and to jump. Yeah. And so the reason he's not is because he's escorting. He's like, escorting, yeah. But even though he he wasn't escorting in the technical sense of like he was looking behind him or whatever, but he was running back towards it. Let's say at the very least he was running back towards it to get gather up a ball on the deck. Mm. He wasn't running to catch the ball though. Yeah. And so... I just think, yeah, I think I think it was a great line by Campbell Graham, and he just once again, my God, he is so good. He's every week he's getting better, uh, getting better and better and better. It is crazy, and you know, some a lot of people have Suwali'i in that spot on the wing, and I know Suwali'i has heaps of upside, and I love the work he gets through, but I don't know, there's something about Campbell Graham, like his safety, and look, Suwali'i is tough as well. Like he gets through the tough carries as well, but. You know, Campbell Grahams, he's a bit more hardened edged because he's been in the game for a little bit longer. Not to yeah. say that um, Suli isn't, but I don't know. When I when I look, put those two beside each other, okay, look, does Suli maybe have more athleticism by a bit? Yeah, probably. But that hardened edge that Campbell Graham has developed for the last few years, mm. I think that means something. Especially in State of Origin. Yeah, like I just... I, I think Suwali'i would handle Origin, but I don't know. There's just something about Campbell Graham's game at the moment that he would just shine. Put it this way. He reminds me of Jackie Whiten. Oh, that's a good comparison. You know? Yeah. yeah. Like, for some reason, I just see him getting up for Origin. Yeah. Where And, and Jackie Whiten, he, he just loves the, 
He loves the contact. And I know Suwali does as well, but there's just something with Campbell Graham that I just like in regards to the, the makeup of the side. Um, well, to strip it back even further, Campbell Graham's playing better than Suwali. Mm. So, like, mm. all the, I agree with all those points 100%. He's the, like, as, when I, when, as a South fan, I watched him, I look at that bloke and I think, wow, he's not letting his teammates down. Ever. Ever. And he's... Every one-on-one battle, he, he always seems to win. Yeah. And Suli is, is a freak, generational freak. Mm. But I think Campbell Graham's playing better at the moment. So, mm. And just and again, that hard-edged. And, and to be clear, Suli, for his age, is super tough. Oh, He's you, tough you forget, as anything. You forget, he's, you forget he's 19. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but I, so I'm not talking about toughness. No. I'm talking about that week-in, week-out NRL footy for a few years now. Yeah. I just, I really do like it. To be honest, you're fine. You can't go wrong with either, like no. Suleys. But I yeah. would probably have Campbell Graham there. That thing you said last week about, um, actually, I think you might have been on the captain's run when you were like, the Titans are playing the Bronx this week, and every Titans player just has to look at their opposition number and say, "I can beat you." Mm. It seems like Campbell Graham does that every week. Yeah, I just like I don't know if he does, but as I, as I said, he always, no matter who he's playing, he always gets on top. Even fuck, when was it? It was the twenty twenty one, not the grand final. The game against Penrith when South won, he was chopping down kick out the whole game. Yeah, he's just—he's so he good. Not let anyone down in the blue. And jumper. he's a gun in attack too, oh. which is crazy. And if you put him on the wing, you can kick to him. I know it's that's under, that's something South don't use enough. En- enough, nowhere of. near enough. Yeah, um, yeah. So we're actually catching up with Big Stretch on Monday. Oh, you actually you won't be able to. Sorry, bro. Oh. We got our photo oh. shoot uh, for the shirt jerseys. Um, oh, that, oh, what a what we a got pick. big stretch, yeah. and we got Nico Hines. Oh yes, <laughs> that's good. <clears throat> um, nice. And it's at like two thirty, so you'll yeah, probably, Monday, you'll, Mondays you'll still off. be editing yeah. that. Um, I tell you what, I don't, bro. Fuck, Campbell Graham's gonna look good in that jersey. Fuck, he's gonna look. Oh, good. And Nico Hines, he's and Nico, so, yeah, I look like a, I'm like a fucking ugly frog next to the cunt. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I tell you what, like when I see you do the editing in that now. Yeah. I go, how did I used to do all this shit? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't think people realise for like five years, it was all me. It was all you. And like, you didn't have this Adam Black Magic thing. No. Where, where, when oh, I, like, that, that would have been the worst part. Actually editing, like going back and editing the podcast. Yeah. On the so I used to, guys, I used to, whilst working full-time job. So I basically, so I was working at a coal terminal, Port Kembla covered in coal anyone that's been in a coal terminal like you can't avoid it like some people oh you're carrying on a bit no no if you're in a coal terminal and you're working you will end the day covered in coal kind of like out of Zoolander when he walks out of the fucking (laughs) even though you're not underground in a coal terminal Um, anyway so I would like if let's say we had a shutdown which is you which means you have to work 12 hours a day because what they do is is basically they they shut the site down for electricians and other people but electricians so there's no power running through so you could run cables and shit yeah and then terminate them wherever you need to terminate them. Anyway, so I would fit on a, let's say a Friday or a Thursday. So I'd work 12 hours each day. So you get there at six, you leave at six. And you get there at 6 a.m., you start work, you leave at 6 a.m., uh, 6 p.m. at night. <clears throat> anyway, so you do that all week. And then on one day I'd ask my boss, look on, mate, hey, on Thursday, could I please leave at three so that I can, or even like four. But anyway, let's say three. I, I would, from Wollongong, I would drive up to uh sydney because mm. i would i would hire out a hotel 150 bucks for a little room like a convention room or whatever could, could barely afford it like everything was on a credit card everything was on a credit card You're on a credit card yeah everything oh, oh shit. everything <laughs> yeah i had no money like yeah. when i retired i had nothing i had no money no qualifications nothing zero dollars um and i didn't even have a social media when i retired uh, anyway, so I would go up there, I would unpack everything because there were mobile walls that I'd put behind each person and then I'd do the interview. Um, then I'd pack everything down, go home. So you're looking at like 10, 11 o'clock at night, go to bed, wake up 6am, obviously go back to work. Then on the weekends, I'd re- have to rewatch the whole interview, cut yeah. it up. So one, two, one, two, cut the cameras up, job. then have to cut up the snippets. Yeah, because it's not just like it's not just cutting up the fucking thing for the whole thing. Yeah, it's the the short thing. So 
Now I look at it, I'm like, I don't know. I look, obviously I do way more podcasts now, so that's why my, yeah. my time goes. But I look, I go far out. Just how, how like not enough hours in the day, but somehow I just, just squeeze it all in. Yeah, because like I, well, I think sometimes I ask myself, if I had to start all over again, do I have the fire to do it? <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know, like, do I have the same fire as I used to? Am I, do I have the same desperation as I used to? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not, but Jesus Christ. Uh, anyway, head into your nearest Bottolo store in New South Wales and Queensland. Bloke Lager is currently on special. As I said, we're in every Bottolo in New South Wales and Queensland. Um, the beer's getting bigger and bigger each month. Biggest month we ever had last month, guys. People are absolutely loving it. And that's literally numbers-wise. Biggest number... Biggest amount of beer sales we've ever had last month. So people are loving the beer, guys, and the mid-strength. It just keeps going from strength to strength. Uh, so, And as I said, bloke beer is a beer for blokes that turn up, turn up for their mates, family, and good times. Um, I love beer, the midi. The, the midi's so fucking good. so good, man. Yeah. I love the can colour as well. Yeah. Uh, they're just like – I think the midi is good for like you just – Chris session kind of chill out, have four or five. Mm. I think the lager is good if you want something more like, like obviously because it's a full strength beer, yeah. but just like something more full kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. I watch kicking back and watching the footy. Mm. I, I I'm usually having a midi. Yeah, it's yeah. so good, yeah. so good. Um, but lager at the same time though, like the, oh, I love the taste of if lager. I'm, yeah, more. This is just me personally. If I'm kicking back watching the footy, midi. But if I'm like taking a case of beers. To have like, you know, on a Saturday night. Yeah, to go out. I'll, go the, I'll go the lager. Yeah, go the lager. <clears throat> um, yep. So, bloke beer, a beer for blokes that turn up. I can't believe, you know, that that slogan wasn't taken. Really? Yeah. Turn up. Did you, just, turn did you up. just make that up? Yeah. So, what you do is, is like, you sit back and you go, well, what is what is bloke about? Like, you know, and, and so it actually comes from my dad. So, when I was growing up... Um, he would always just say, you just got to turn up. You just got to turn up. You don't, he said, don't get carried away with being great or doing this or doing that. Just turn up. The rest takes care of itself. Like how many times when you're sitting in bed or you're sitting on the couch and you're going, Fuck, I don't want to do this. Like, I just don't want to do this. And you, you, you've got to do it or whatever. Anyway, so you get your shit together and you're all pissed off or whatever. You get out the door, you get in the car, you rock up. And then you're 30 minutes into whatever you were doing and you've completely forgotten oh, about how yeah. pissed off you were. And so that's what, you know, he always taught me and my brother and my sisters as well. But, you know, obviously me and my brother, uh, we were doing sport and that, whereas my sisters stopped sport, I think like about 13, 14. Um, he would always just say, just turn up, turn up for your friends, turn up for your family, turn up for your mates. And so when you, when, you know, sometimes we're like, a lot of big companies, they like do this like full board meetings where they're like what are we about rah, rah, right on the thing oh and you know that's fair enough like it, it can work but i i just sat back and just be like what is bloke about and sometimes it's really hard like when you ask someone mm. you know what's what is your brand they'll give you some nonsense oh it's it's for you know it's for the people yeah. or it's you know it's it's here, a here are my four pillars <laughs> yeah like oh it's for the people or it's it's to make the world a better place or it's um you know, it's to inspire this, like mm. just all stuff that really doesn't mean anything. No, yeah. Like it's just all vague. Yeah. It means like whatever. And anyone could say it about any business. Whereas bloke is genuinely about fucking turn up. Like, and it doesn't just mean for sport. It means if your wife needs you or your family needs you, turn up. So like, you know, if you need bills paid, go out and fucking work, turn up for your friends. If they need you, you need the, they need you to move house, turn up for them. Um, and I think it's a very like, it's a great slogan, obviously, on my opinion, anyway. Um, but it's also like practical. It's great. It's it is when you break it down like that. It's so simple, but it's it makes so much sense. It that's is. All, that's all. That's all. Being a good person is about is about fucking turning up and just being a bloke. Of your word. That's it. That's all. Blokes about. You can all the jibber jabber about. Oh, we're here to do this and we're yeah. here to do that. No, no, no. We are here just to hopefully create a community of blokes that turn up for their wives and their kids. That's it. Yeah. And their communities, but mainly their wives and their yeah. kids. Because if you take care of your wife and your kids, the rest fucking will take care of itself. Yeah. Um, and it's weird because like you, like I, I never thought I would be similar to my father 
but you just become your father. Mm. Like oh, you, yeah. you just do. But when you're younger, you don't, you're like, no way. You're like, I'm not going to be like dad. Like he's a different person. But like, so, cause he, cause when I grew up, I didn't even really know what he did. Like I knew he helped, um, he worked at Catholic education for kids with disability. Right. And then, but I, I didn't really know what he did. Like I just, oh yeah, dad's going to work. And then, you know, he'd get up at 4am and then he'd go up to work. He'd drive up to Brisbane. So this is how much of a mad dog he was. Get up at 4am. He'd have a cold shower before cold showers existed. Like before the cold fucking nonsense came through. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's doing ice baths now, which is great. Good on you, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, so he would have it just out of pure grit. Like, I'm just going to do it because I've got to do it. It'll wake me up. He'd go down into our garage, which is this shitty like... He'd have weights that were orange and rust, orange and red and rust. I, I oh, you've seen it. I've seen it. it. I was like, wow, that is that is tough right there. Oh, <laughs> it's the definition you, of tough. Like, it's not like, oh, cool little gym, like a cheap, no, this is like covered in, this is a f <laughs> covered in rust and red dirt. Yeah. Go down there and you'd hear, <laughs> um, and then he'd get in the car. I think it was about like, would be about 5.30 at this stage. Boom, an hour, about an hour and 20 up to Brizzy if there's traffic. He'd work all day, then two times a week. So what happened was I was playing with the Gold Coast. Um, I don't know if they were called Gold Coast City back then. The Gold Coast Soccer Club at yeah. this stage, because obviously being from the Gold Coast. So the Queensland Raw, which became Brisbane Raw in the A-League now, approached me and said, we'd love you to come and play for us. You know, you've made all the Queensland sides, blah, blah, blah. And so my dad did not hesitate. He was like, yep, you can do it. And I was like, okay, sweet. So he would drive up, do work all day. He would drive back from Brisbane, pick me up from home, and then drive back up to Brisbane. Fuck. <laughs> while I trained, he'd sit in the car, then drive me back home, and then he'd do it all again the next day. Far out. And then on the weekend, he'd drive me up to Brisbane, because Brisbane was my home ground, because I was with the Brisbane Raw. Yeah. And it's, it's an hour away. Yeah. Fuck, what an absolute legend. <laughs> oh my God. Jesus, like, would you really, because you don't appreciate that at the time. Yeah, do you? no, you don't. And yeah. like, he would be, you know, and like, even like little things, like, he'd always let me listen to what music I wanted to listen to on the radio. Mm. Like, he would, he's just a fucking legend. He actually won an Order of Australia for helping uh, young men through sport. Really? Yeah, yeah. He's, he, I got the picture on my, the, it was a special day. It was uh, a couple, about a year ago, I think, a year, a year and a half ago. Nice. Won an Order of Australia for helping young men through sport. And it's funny, like, as I said, Oh, obviously, I'm not going to win that Order of Australia or anything like that. But, <laughs> but like, you know, what is bloke doing? You know, we're trying to help young men through sport. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so anyway, I'm, I'm me dad. I'm me dad. Well, I think, like, that's where... Is that where you get your work ethic from? See, I don't even think I work hard. Oh, please. I swear to God, <laughs> I don't. I, I don't fucking think I work hard. I, I think that I... Sometimes I think I'm a pussy, to be honest. Um, I'll tell you why, though. It's because... The, the way I see it, and the perfect example is how the DMP got cancelled yesterday. Mm. Like, for the first time in ages, because we did the country tour, everything was busy, which is great. I love it. But yesterday was, like, the first day where I literally had nothing to do. And I felt like a fraud. Yeah. I was like, I felt like I was, I felt like I needed to be doing something yeah. every minute of the day. And I was like, I think you just get used to it. Yeah. And, like, you're up in, I mean, yeah. Because you do a podcast every day, getting up, going to Queensland, doing mm. the captain's run, doing shit on the weekends because watching the footy that's <laughs> sometimes well, we, it's hard work too no well think people don't realize like so you when you watch the footy you go so you're looking at like what how long does the game take two hours, two hours. so how many games eight eight so you look 16 hours that's 16 hours that's fucking like what that's, that's two that's work two days full days of work with yeah. no breaks <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a bit like look it's not real work no you know like it's not real trading right, work you can't, it's not like i can't go to the okay i did last night but you can't watch it with people. You can't watch it with people. No. And if I go to the pub, I, I ring ahead and I'm like, can you please book me on a table next to the speaker with commentary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I need, like, I need to watch the games at home yeah. now because well, you just I, can't concentrate. I mean, and look, this is not a woe is me. I'm luckiest bloke in history. Yeah. But like, I couldn't go down with my wife to see a family for Easter. Yeah. Because I had to watch the footy. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I would have loved to have been down there with, with her for um, footy. But that's fucking nuts. It, so it sounds bad, but like, it, 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 it's time, it is time consuming. And you oh, have it's to watch time consuming. Yeah. But it's like, trust me, super fucking <laughs> it's, lucky. It's the best. Yeah, <laughs> not complaining at all. No, it's no, just no. explaining what, what can happen. Yeah. Um, but I think, man, like, I think men working is a natural state that we need to be in. Oh, fucking earth. Because for hundreds of thousands of years, that's, we went out and got shit 
and came back and brought it to the village. That's how we've evolved. Like, you know, let's say you've got this village in the middle of nowhere. You need to go and get food to bring it back for your community. That's why for a lot of men, it feels so... I don't know about other guys, but for me, it feels so good to be able to like, let's say I get paid well or, or whatever, to be able to give that to my wife mm. and be like, there you go, like, what do you want done? Do you want do you want to get paid for dinner? Do you want to get paid for dinner? Or do you want, um, do you need something new? It makes me feel fucking mad. Whereas like buying myself stuff, I don't really care. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely with you there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I think there's something inherent in, um, and look, this is all just anecdotal you know, I'm no scientist, but I do think there's something inherently natural about men, you know, and women can do it too, please. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying from my personal experience, men going out, getting resources, bringing it back to the people they love. Yeah. I think it is what we're here for. I really do. And women can do it too. I'm not saying they're not. <laughs> I'm just saying from my personal experience, I, f I feel great when I do it. Yeah, me too. And I like, on top of that, I like um, going to work and while you're at work, having like a purpose or trying to yeah. achieve something oh having a purpose is is so important mm. so important and and look i'm sure that like not i'm sure there definitely is a lot of women that love going out working and bringing resources home back to their family um but as i said just just from my personal experience i and that my friends that i know like if i ever see like one of my mates struggling or whatever mm. it's usually a lack of purpose yeah like it's usually oh, for sure because men want to feel useful if you don't feel useful, you feel useless mm. and you feel like, well, what's the point? Why, do I, why am I here? Yeah, and you get stuck in a, like a rut. Stuck in a rut. You give yourself purpose. And I always say to mates that are struggling, whatever, go out and serve someone. And what I mean by that is like, get, get involved in a community and help. Just go out and help someone. I guarantee you, you walk away feeling happy as anything. Um, 100%. Or, you know, or join a footy team or an MMA class or just a group of men or, or women or whatever, but just speaking to men now, like just go out and join a community and serve it and be a part of it rather than thinking like, I need this, I need that kind of thing. Great example. And a lot of people do know about this, but I'll mm. say it anyway. Even like the tippy top Freddie, Brad Fittler, you know, I think it was the year 2000, he was kind of struggling uh on the field, I think he was called the most over. He voted the most overrated player in the NRL. What, Freddie Fittler? Yeah, Freddie Fittler for one year, Some, something like that. Holy, it, you know what? It shows you how ridiculous we are. Uh, crazy. Yeah, we're crazy. all crazy. Um, but anyway, it was around the year two thousand. Th I'm pretty sure. And he was speaking to, I think it was Father Chris Riley. He's he's a guy that helps out homeless kids. Yeah. And he's like, just just come down and just have a look at these kids or whatever. And Freddie. He changed two things in his life. Firstly, he moved closer to training. That yep. was one thing he put it down to. But the other thing is he, he went and did this thing with Father Chris Riley. And he reckons it literally changed his life. It changed how he looked at life. Yep. And those motorbike rides that he goes on is for Father Chris Riley. Like the Hogs oh, for Homeless. Wow. Like he, still, he still does it to this day. And he's like, it's the most important thing that I do. It's like it literally changed his life. So even, the, even if you're so successful, yeah. like Brad Fittler, going mm. out and helping someone change his life as well. Wow, what an incredible moment. And think about think about that sliding doors moment mm. of Freddie's decision to listen to Father, Father Chris, Chris Riley. Chris Riley. Think about now the thousands of kids' lives that Freddie has impacted because of that. Yeah. Because Hogs, is it, what's it called it's again? It's called Hogs for Homeless. Hogs for Homeless. Yeah. And he does it every year, eh? Every year, gets on his motorbike with like people like Nathan Highmarsh, David Dearest, mm. plus all these people that donate and come on the ride as well. So all the money goes to the, the, the charity. Um, but I did it a couple of times, like just going through communities. Yeah. It's, 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 there's two parts. is raising money for the kids on the street, which mm. is terrible, but also just going through rural areas yeah. as you know we just went on that country tour and seeing country people it's mad it's yeah. but like he put on footy clinics for for the kids he's yeah. like it's crazy that the origin coach is still doing that yeah <laughs> think about the that moment mm. you know what i mean let's say freddie goes ah stuff okay, i'm a yeah. footy player i'm a gun whatever he goes no you know what i need to serve a community yeah and then it changes everything now the measurable impact he's had on the country yeah because of that yep. is absolutely incredible. And only that, he made f 2000, 2002, four grand followers in the next five years after that. 
So that was a real, real moment. Mate, for as I said, I'm telling you, if you're struggling, if you're, if you're just struggling to get together, go and join a community, whatever it is. If, whether it's your religious community, I'm personally not religious, but whether it's a religious one, whether it's what Freddie did, whether it's, you know, just a local soccer team or footy team, whatever it is, just join a community. It will make you, you'll always leave feeling better from it. You'll yeah. never leave feeling, oh, I was, you know, whatever. Yeah, 100%. Um, what incredible from Freddie. That's so good. Mm. Man, when you hear stuff like that, you're like, oh. And look, you know, we should always uh, critique rugby league because it's so fun to do and that's our passion, it's our hobby. But you're like, people that go too hard about Freddie, you go, come on, bro. Like, he's just the most genuine down-to-earth guy. Yeah, like, look what he is doing. Look what he's done. Like, okay, you might disagree with his coaching choices, but just chill on the insults. Yeah. Um, Wow, that's awesome. Uh, Anyway, betting this week. Uh... Huge games coming up. Huge games coming up. What's your match of the round? You know what? Unfortunately, we're going to be at Guru's wedding. But <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, sorry, Fucking Guru. Guru, why are you going to get <laughs> married, bro? Come on, Guru. Nah, um, Sharks Roosters. Yeah, tonight. Look, I'm sure there'll be a few phones out. Right? Oh, I think so. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was thinking about like commentating the wedding, like. As a footy commentator, <laughs> but I was like, I don't know if Guru would like that. Yeah, it's it's mostly I think Beck's day, not Guru's yeah, day. Yeah, I know, but it'll be so funny. <laughs> it will be hilarious. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, I think um, I'm keen for both even the Manly Storm. It's a good good night of footy tonight. Manly Storm, oh, yeah. oh far out. Munster at fullback. Oh, I love Munster at fullback. I mean, look, like. He's better at six for that club, but at the same time... There's just something about it. Yeah, you know what he's going to... He's going to bloody kill it at fullback. Anyway, uh, betting this week, brought to you by Sportsbet, guys. The absolute legends at Sportsbet. They, you know, they partner with Bloke. Uh, They're the reason we get to keep doing what we're doing. Seriously, without their support... You know, we it's it gets tough. It gets tough. It's really, really helpful. So um, if you're going to have a punt, you do a sports bet, and they've been incredible to work with. So good to work with. Haven't demanded anything. Haven't put anything on us. Oh, you need to do this. You need to, like, be smashing odds every two seconds. They're really, really supportive of the, of the podcast, I'm, and I'm not just, like, making that up. Um, they are really they're, – they're fair. Like, not fans, but as in – I hate calling people fans because yeah, it's just like, yeah, you know, but they watch Bloke in a Bar. They yeah, watch Bloke in a they're Bar. They're part of the community. They're part of the community. Um, uh, as always, guys, gamble responsibly. You, you win some, but you lose a lot more. Don't punt more than you have, guys. Just have a bit of fun. Dabble here and there. Make the fun. Uh, make the footy uh, a bit more high stakes with your mates. They've also got uh, a brand new, uh, a brand new feature. Share a bet. You press one button, and you can copy your mates' bet on the sports bet app. Uh, but betting this week, let's go. Sharkies versus Roosters. Sharkies paying two twenty-five. Roosters a dollar sixty-five. What are you going, Matty? I like the I like the Roosters. Yeah. I, I, I obviously want the Sharks to win, but because I I don't know, I just really like the Sharks this year. But um, Teddy's coming back. The <coughs> Roosters have won their last. I think they've won their last four or five at Shark Park, and they've won their last like seven against the Sharks. They got a good mm. record against them. I think the Roosters are going to win. What do you reckon? Yeah, I'd, I'd go Roosters. I'd love to see Sharkies get up, get a bit of confidence, but I reckon Roosters. Uh, Sharkies paying two twenty-five. Roosters dollar sixty-five. Manly Seagulls versus Storm. I'm going Storm. Yeah, Melbourne for sure. Uh, Seagulls two fifty. I think they've come in actually. Oh no, no, actually they've been around two fifty dollars. Um, look, you know they are at home. Maybe there's an ambush on on the cards. It's just Storm or Storm. The Storm or Storm, and like. I'm getting worried. Like, Shrewster's just not playing. Yeah, I wonder whether there's some personal issues going on there in regards to family-wise, maybe. Because, like, from a cork, it's been three weeks. It's been like, three weeks now, and he's not playing this week. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Warriors, Cowboys. Fuck. Speaking of, fuck, there's some good games this week. I know. I'm really keen for this one. I, I've i tipped the Warriors on my thing. I'm actually thinking of changing. I, I've just got a feeling about the Cowboys this I'm week. going Cowboys. Yeah. I'm going Cowboys. I don't know. It's got to come together soon. Yeah. It's got to come together soon. Uh, Knights, Knights paying five fifty. Panthers, dollar fifteen. Look, if you're a buddy, if you're a wild man, that five fifty is looking all good. If you like wild bets, chuck a cheeky tenner on the five fifty. Knights have been tough, and I'm not saying do this because I think Panthers are going to score a few points. But I think the line's about fifteen and a half, and the Knights have been tough as nails. Well, yeah, at home maybe this year. they, you know, maybe they just fucking. I don't think they'll they'll win. They, no, they won't win. But, oh, look, they might win. It'll be, look, if they win, it'll be one of the greatest wins the club. Well, I, think, I think I sat on this couch last week and I said I wouldn't 
even bother thinking about putting my money on the on the Raiders, and they won. So. Yeah, okay. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Who was it? Yeah, some dude had a, had a crack because he, he said I was crazy for saying the Raiders were, you know, if you want to chuck, I said the Raiders, if you want to chuck 10 on them, I think they were 450 against the Panthers or whatever. Mm. Um, I said the Panthers will win, but if the Raiders, you know, do what Raiders can do, mm. then, you know, chuck a cheeky 10, see how you go. Um, anyway. Yeah, but he, he said that after they, the game was I, I know, I know. But what's <laughs> funny is, is like, then the next week, the Raiders do exactly <laughs> yeah. what the Raiders can do. It's that, so that, true. That, that, what, the point I was making was the Raiders have a tendency to fucking yeah. come up and towel up the best teams. <laughs> 100%. Um, so there's the irony. Uh, Gold Coast Titans versus the Brizzy Broncos. I actually think Titans at 325 is value. Yeah, for sure they're value. I, I'm back in the Broncos. Yeah. Um, I think the Titans for sure are value. Foz is back. Yeah. We know Jaden Campbell gun at fullback. Uh, Broncos, as we've said, been a bit iffy, uh, even though they're top of the table. I think the Broncos win, but out of all of the odds this week, I think 325 is quite high for their chances of winning. I agree. And for that reason, I've got a multi on, and I've got done like lines in a few games, but this one I've just gone <coughs> Brisbane head to head. Yeah. Because they could, I think Broncos will win. But I don't know how much by. I think the, the Titans will definitely give them a shake for sure. Look, I, I put Titans more around like the 250 mark, I reckon. Yeah. I reckon that's about right. Is it, at, is it in Gold Coast? It is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's in Gold yeah. Coast. And they always right. get up for this derby. Always. Yeah. Always get up. So uh, Raiders versus Cam- uh, Raiders versus Dragons. Oh, Raiders have gone. Oh, Jackie's back. That's why. Jack's back, yeah. And so is Tuppany. Oh, I don't mind the Dragons, though. They haven't been terrible. What are the Dragons paying? 260. Fuck, it's not bad. It's, I mean... Oh. Like the Raiders, if you if you if you did these odds last week, even if yeah, even if right, Jackie was, was playing, they would the, it'd be a lot closer because they got a good win against the Bronx. Um, fuck, short mem- people, like, everyone has short memories. It's so funny, but yeah, I'm tipping the Raiders. Oh. I'll go Raiders at home, but fuck, two sixty Dragons not bad. That could be the va- that's that's not bad that's value. Good, yeah, Eels do- doggies going Eels. Eels paying uh, doggies paying three bucks, but I just think they're too decimated by injury. Yeah, I thought if Kickout was playing, I thought they're a sh- they're a chance, but <clears throat> it just sucks for the doggies at the moment, mate. Poor, it sucks, it sucks. Anyway, brought to you by Sportsbet, guys. If you're gonna have a punt, you do. They're number one. They're number one, baby. And they're partners with blokes, so they're absolute legends. Do it responsibly, though, guys. If you need help, go call the hotlines, all that. Just give them a call. Go through your problems. Just get it off your chest, and it'll start you on the path um, to to recovery. But if you're all good and you know, you can have a punt, sweet. Have a little dabble with Sportsbet. <clears throat> uh, now, let's get on to wedding etiquette. <laughs> can you watch footy? During a wedding, yes or no? I reckon when it's the actual ceremony, you probably you probably you probably can't you probably can't like have yeah. it on your phone under there. But I don't think it's an issue at all. For like the rest of the wedding is just a party. Mm. Like I, I don't see the issue. In, I, I went to a wedding last year in Albury, and it was the day and Souths were playing in a semi final against the Sharks. Yeah, which is a killer. But um. Actually, I, would have, I didn't even consider this story. I just remembered it then. This is actually pretty embarrassing. But South yeah. were playing Sharks in the semifinal. It was mm-hmm. when Sharks just lost uh, lost against Cows in Golden Point the week before, so they were a bit cooked. Um, and Cam Murray went over for a try, like, just before halftime. And I was drinking a red wine, and in celebration, I, like, went like this and got the wine all, all over my suit. Oh, my God. But the problem is... It was a linen suit. It was beige, and the worst part is it was a hired suit. Oh, I know. And like, and look, you would have had no money at this stage. Look, look, it was, it was. I'm not gonna lie, I was very drunk. But the next day, I woke up and like the head noise was just, oh my god, how yeah. am I gonna like that suit? It was like the suit would have cost it only cost a couple hundred to hire, but it would have cost a few thousand bucks. Yeah. I was like, man, I don't want to pay that. Yeah, I actually don't know if I want to admit this. You know, I will, but. <laughs> so, How old were you? No, this was last year. Oh fuck! No, no, but uh, yeah, I don't want to. I don't really want to admit this, but to get a to like they they were very clear in their instructions: do not go to the dry cleaner, do not try. If you stain it, just yeah. give it back to us. Yeah. But I'm thinking, fuck, this suit's costing like a couple. Of, I don't want to pay this. Blah, blah blah. So I'm like, how can I possibly get away with this? So I called up my grandpa, who's like, yeah. you know, 75, 80 years old. And I'm like. Do you mind if you take this back for me? 
because yep. they're, surely they're not going to make you pay all this money. Yeah. So I gave it to my grandpa and he's, and I'm like, I sent him all these photos of the wedding and I was like, just tell him that like a lady who was like a server just spilled them yeah, all over yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. And um, so he went in and I'm just like, I'm just like, come on, like I don't want to pay all this money. And yeah, they only made him pay 80 bucks. Which was so, so you did take it to the dry cleaner? No, I didn't. You but didn't? I just took it back to the people who I hired it from. With the stain on it? Yeah. all And like jacket, shirt, pants, all stained. And it only cost 80 bucks. Because I, I... They must have been able to get it out. I hope. Yeah, like, I, I guess so. They, they must have. Because like there's no way... Um, <laughs> it looked like a crime scene though. It was so bad. Yeah. Oh, oh. I mean, I think that's eyes up footy sending you grand. I mean, I... I think, yeah, yeah. Because like... I don't think they'd be worried about pay, making your granddad. Because, like, for example, you're running a business. Mm. And let's say it does cost $3,000 or whatever the suit, and you can't get that out. Mm. Surely you're not going to go, oh, because he's a grand, grandfather, like, we're just going to cop three grand. Yeah, that's a good point. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think you're wigging out a bit too much about that. Maybe, yeah. Because, oh. cause like, oh, as a business, for example, like, if, I, if if a grandfather had something of mine that, and he wrecked it and it was $3,000, yeah. I, I don't think I'd be like, you know, unless he was like super, like could <laughs> barely walk or some shit. Yeah. Or he had no, like if he said, look, I got no money, yeah. then I would be like, oh, okay, yeah, sweet, no mm. worries. But they did, clearly didn't ask your granddad that, did they? Nah, <coughs> no, no, he's, no. They just said, yep, 80 bucks. 80 so bucks. They, they would have been able to get it out. Yeah, okay. I've never, <sighs> I haven't really, I haven't thought about it like that. I, you're right, I, I was definitely overthinking I it. I definitely think you're overthinking it. It's yeah. like the time when you fucking were going to pay fucking like five <laughs> grand for the door. Oh my God, bro. I'm like, bro, you could buy a whole new car engine. You could buy a car for five grand or whatever it was. <gasps> oh, um, ended up being nothing. You didn't have to pay anything, eh? Yeah, they, they, they're not here anymore, so I can say it. They ended up charging me. 250 bucks for insurance and i'm just like i'm not paying now because you tried to rob Rip from me, me. Yeah, so yeah i didn't pay anything there you go <laughs> there you go <laughs> nothing happened mate honestly um fuck that's funny um okay what's... short answer yes Te- 48 weddings well it's a good test we'll see your wife that. because if your mates are watching the footy and she gets pissed off mm. good luck good luck for the rest <laughs> of your life bro <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> gonna be a tough one. That's gonna be a tough innings. And you're already in, bruss. You're getting bounces your whole career. Oh uh, man, you may you know what, you may as well give watching rugby league up. If if someone's upset about the bloke in the corner that you yeah. can't even see, watching footy on silent. I mean when they're walking down the aisle, have some fucking respect. But yeah, outside of that, like I, I think of all of all people, I I think Guru's soon to be wife is gonna I think, be with it. Uh, matter of fact, I think Guru would be surprised if they're at least most blokes. Are. You know what? He's oh, probably got yeah. TVs at each table. Oh, just in the middle of the table. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, <clears throat> Yeah. Look, I think obviously when they're walking down the aisle. No, you can't do it then. You can't do it then. And also, you can't do it. If it's not your team, and you can't do it. Yeah. Like if your team isn't playing, you, you can't have your phone on the fucking table. No. Nah. Um, I'd even go as far to say, like if it's not a big game, just let it go, bruh. Yeah. But if it's your job or it's a big game and it's your team, then I think it's play on. Yeah. Agreed. Um, but yeah, if you're just like watching footy and it's not even your side. <laughs> you're watching, it's you're like, watching the fucking six, Friday 6 p.m. game. Yeah, like, and it's like <laughs> Warriors Knights and your side is like the Broncos. <laughs> yeah. Mate, you need to just chill out <laughs> yeah. of your day. Yeah. You can catch that game when you get home, all right? <laughs> yeah. Just watch Holy. The- uh, um, <laughs> it's funny. I always have to watch, like whenever me and the missus go for dinner, I always mm. have to watch the footy you know, on my phone. She's never complained once. Oh, how good's that? Oh, it's crazy. Didn't so you, crazy. didn't you watch it? Was it the, in the, when you were over in Europe, you're at yeah. this mad. So movie. we're at this mad, so we're over in Paris and she had booked this restaurant. Like she had been pushing and pushing and pushing for months to get a spot. And I think the only reason she got a spot is because of travel, travel agents that we use, like said something along the lines that like, we'd been trying for like four years and it was our, anniversary or something like the the uh travel agent lied and said it was something hectic right so we finally got a spot anyway we uh so we're in paris like all the way over in paris like <laughs> you know the city of love or whatever and uh on, and i didn't know what the date was when we were going because like when I, what i what we basically did when we went away was i just said we'll do whatever you want to do so you just look into what you want to do lock it in mm. sweet so i didn't 
half the time I didn't know where we were going, what we were doing. I was just like, whatever the missus wants to do, I just, yep, sweet, let's go. Um, <clears throat> which I think most blokes are like that. Anyway, I only the only things I wanted to do was like some of the sports stuff. Um, like I went to El Clasico, Barcelona versus Real Madrid. Um, anyway, so yeah, this this place is so hectic. There's like a wall with signatures on it from like Beyonce, Kim Kardashian. Fuck. Like it is so hectic. Anyway, the day's getting closer, and she's like, "Oh, we've got such and such restaurant um, <clears throat> on Saturday or whatever night that was." I'm like, "Yeah, sweet." And I look at the schedule. I'm like, "Oh my god." <laughs> It's Australia versus New Zealand semi-final. I'm like, fuck, I'm, like, I'm sorry, but it is what it is. So we get in there, sit down. Like this is, it was so nice. What's different about Europe is like here in Australia, if you've got tattoos, some places just won't let you in. Um, at least on the Gold Coast, it used to be like that. Really? Yeah, fuck. yeah. If you've got tats, they won't let you in. It was on the Gold Coast for a while. And I think clubbing crawl. Anyway, so it was so nice that I, like it wasn't even cold. I was wearing like my trench coat or whatever it is my jacket yeah. and i wore it all they said oh would, would you like you to take a jacket and i was like oh no no i'll wear it so i'm sitting at the table with my jacket still on because i was like fuck if i take that off yeah they're gonna see the tattoos in this like as i like you can't get nicer you it is so ritzy so mm. crazy and eventually i was like you know what i'm already in here we've already sat down we've already ordered the food so yeah. like i'll be sweet took it off i gave a jacket i was like oh i just was a bit worried about the tattoo she was like what are you talking about it's all <laughs> good so over in europe they don't care about that stuff mm. anyway um these waiters are literally like they're they're like waiting everywhere to whatever you want, boom, 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 as quick as you. And so, yeah, I got to a point. The the women were sweet, but I so I had my phone out, was watching the footy, but the dudes were giving me massive greasies. They were so oh, angry. The do staff, the oh. they were so mad and it, like. <laughs> Maybe it was a European thing. I don't know. Like they're all like, "Oh, treat your lady well." Uh, yeah. Um, because like uh, maybe they were looking at me like, oh, what a what an asshole! Like his beautiful wife is there yeah. and he's on his phone watching the the footy and that. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. It pays the bills, bro. Hey, hey, you know how we got here by me watching yeah, the footy. footy, exactly. So let's just fucking chill with the greasies, bro. Um, oh, yeah. So she, yeah, even then she didn't complain. She was totally fine. If she's, not, if she's fine with that, then she's fine. Well, with when it. we met, I I just said like, when we first met. No, this is why I'm glad that we met when I was a little bit older. I made it really clear as to what my goals and ambitions were and what we would need to sacrifice. So yeah. I just said to her, look, if you want to live a, uh, if you want to live uh, an extraordinary life, you need to make extraordinary sacrifices. And she was like, yep, okay, sweet. I said, all right, well, there it is. Here we go. Here we go. And she has it never complained. Fuck, that's good. Never complained. The only time she got like, shitty <laughs> is we were at um, like the New Year's Day Festival. Field Day. Field day, yeah. <clears throat> and we were like, yeah, we're both buzzing, just having a sick time. But I was getting like just smashed with photos. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then this one dude, like, we were walking, to, we were walking towards somewhere, and we'd, we'd been we'd been going all day. And this one dude like called, oh, Campy, and he like ran up. He's like, man, I'm the biggest fan. Sorry for bothering. I'm sorry. Like, and can I get a photo? I was like, yeah, yeah, all good. And that was a, and that was a one time where she got a little bit frustrated. But yeah. I think it was, you know, she had a headache at that stage. Yeah. And, and that's the only time in four years Fuck, that's, that's, um, that's that incredible. she's ever been like, oh, ever yeah. rolled her eyes, ever said anything, um, which is fucking out of this world. That's Luckiest amazing. bloke ever. Yeah. Um, speaking of fucking chicks, <laughs> speaking of chicks, bro, you know, blokes are good at finding trouble. Oh, yeah. That's literally what we do. We yeah. find trouble like morons. I honestly reckon women have it ingrained in them to find good lighting for photos. Oh, a woman could be at the bottom of the Grand Canyon yeah. in midnight and find good lighting for a photo. So I've never thought of that, but you're so right. Like, like, bro, we spend like three hours a day trying to get this lighting right. And we still don't like, it's and it still silly. doesn't get right. <laughs> My missus, I walked out the other day, and and I, it was like five thirty, so the sun's setting, and it was just like crack of light through the shade that she'd put down to a certain point. In the, she was in the corner. And the photos were like immaculate, it's, no no lighting or just just with sun. It's it's crazy. Chicks mm. can like, it's like they've got an inbuilt light detector where yeah. they go, oh that'd be like. I was looking at going when I was watching my missus. I was like, there's no light there. So how is that photo <laughs> look so good? Yeah. But they just have this natural 
Like we have been, we honestly every week we go. Oh, lighting was a bit off here. Lighting yeah. was a bit off here. They can do it like uh, anywhere. Mm. It's funny. It's funny you say that. I've never thought of it like that. But you're right. Courtney, my girlfriend, she she like posts photos all the time on Instagram. Like everything has to be immaculate, right? And you know she's not the biggest fan of my photo taking skills. Yeah. So what? She, it's got to a point now where she'll scope a room, scope a fucking alleyway, scope whatever, yeah. and she'll get the phone. And wherever she wants me to press the button, she'll just hold it like this and she'll be like, grab the phone, don't move it. And then she'll go move it and just go bang. That's what I'm telling you. It's crazy. That's what I'm telling you, bro. (laughs) Women are goat light finders. Yeah. And every single one of them can do it. You you could just be, as I said, you could be in a dark, dark alleyway and Mm. they'll just go light and then then take the photo. It'll be perfect. Mm. I just can't. I don't know how it happens. You know what's strange is like for, for when we were growing up, oh, I'm not sure about you, but when I was growing up, if someone said, oh, let's get a photo, like with an old school camera, yeah. everyone was like, no, don't know photos. No, like, no, yeah. like, no photos. Whereas like now, <laughs> it's like, what's up? It's, it's like it's like you don't, you can't have fun without documenting it with a, 100%, with a photo or a video. A hundred percent. Like it's it's bizarre how we've, how, how, drastically like for example when you look at those old school photos like for example the one behind you it's obviously not real but <laughs> um but you look at those old school photos like they're not smiling mm. they're just like straight face like and so they're not posing really like they're no. posing as in they're sitting like that but they're not like putting their chin up or you know what i'm saying yeah whereas like now everyone they they pose they smile they take a bunch of different ones yeah it's weird how photos have all of a sudden become like just normal. I reckon this guy, this guy was probably painted. I reckon he probably had to sit there for about ten hours. Before he was so angry. <laughs> get ten hours with a beat to get done. <laughs> ten hours with a beat to get but done. You're right. You're right. Like going up. No one wanted. It's just the, the world of Instagram now. It's changed everything. Yeah. I mean, I I feel like an old granddad, and I'm just gonna throw it out there. I think filters should be banned. Mm. Like I'm not a big regulation guy. I I do think regulation is important. I'm not fucking an anarchist. But like, I just don't think it's healthy for any of us to, because this is what happens. You put a little bit of a filter on and you go, oh, wow, look how good I look. Then you get used to looking like that. You put more of a filter on. Mm. Oh, oh, look good. And you get used to that. You put more of a filter on. And before you know it, like you're scrolling through Instagram, there's blokes with filters on, chicks with filters on. And then, so what happens is, is they see themselves every day in those photos, they're scrolling, scrolling. They look up themselves in the mirror and they go, yeah, I'm ugly. And it's like, well, no, you're not. You're you're a human being. Your skin is what it is. Yeah. The the images that you're taking are not real. real photos. But because we, you know, photos are only been around for what, a hundred years? Yeah. Let's say, let's just say a hundred years. Yeah. We, we're, fuck, we're monkeys. We've been evolving for millions of years. Mm. So when we see a photo, our brain thinks that's a person that exists and it's real, but mm. it's not. It's just a digital photo. And so like all these, these filters, I just feel sorry for the young, especially the young women growing up. Hey, imagine scrolling through Instagram as a young woman right now. Oh. Imagine how self-conscious you'd be. Yeah. Because it's all like, in your pro, uh, quotation marks, like all these beautiful photos because everyone's either posting the best version of themselves or they're posting face shit. They're so just tuning, face tuning themselves. Face tuning, yeah, that's <coughs> pulling, their, pulling their waist in a little bit, making yeah. their bum a little bit bigger, their boobs a little bit bigger and all this kind of stuff. Like I remember when I first met my missus, she didn't do it at all. Like she did a tiny amount. Yeah. And it took me a few months of like building her confidence up to be like, mm. oi, you don't need, need that. that. You do not need that. You are beautiful the way you are. And like that is not real. Um, and I just, I just feel like, I just feel concerned, especially for young women, because when you, when you like, when you see something enough, you think it's normal. Yeah, for sure. Uh, like a, a big one for me is, is like, you know, you see a lot of girls with like big bums that are, that are going around and like, even guys, we'll talk about guys too. And I always say to my wife or whatever, and, and in, any young person I'm speaking to, if you want to see what a naturally fit body looks like, go watch rugby league. Mm. There are bigger girls that are big and strong. There are, you know what I mean? They're, yeah. they're, they don't look like Kim Kardashian. Mm. They don't look like that. They look like strong, fit women or men. Like, for example, you see these guys in the gym that are just like jacked out of their minds. Mm. 
even Jason Tamalolo doesn't look like that. Yeah, exactly right. So how the hell do they look like that? These, if they looked like that naturally, they'd be playing NRL yeah. or they'd be playing some kind of sport. Yeah. And so, as I said, that's my granddad rant over. But I, I just, it's not healthy. No, nah, it's not. <laughs> Funny example though, I, we, I took a photo and my missus was like, using, she's, she does the face tune thing, but she was using it on me. She's like, oh, I'll just, I'm just going to whiten your teeth. Oh. I'm like... Are you trying to tell me that? Do I need to go dentist or something? Yeah. <laughs> I'm dead. Uh, oh like, mate, just, just 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 making it look better. Like, oh. you know, I don't know. I can stop doing it to me. At yeah, least. yeah. <laughs> look, and put make me be clear. I'm being really clear. I'm not shaming anyone that uses it. I get it. We're all insecure. Fuck, we're all insecure about the way we look. Like, I, I, the, it's just that I just wish we could. The more we see that, and we more the more we see everyone using it, the more we're going to think that's the, the way everyone looks when it's yeah. not true. But it should, we shouldn't be using it. Like I, I yeah, I'm with you. But I get it why they do. Oh, I get why they do. Too. I get the way yeah. we're all insecure because yeah. we've been looking at TVs and everything of these these beautiful. Like when I grew up, there was like when you saw a beautiful person, you'd be like, oh, there's a beautiful person. Like yeah. that is a hot person. Like it'd be one every fifty, one every you know seventy or whatever. Um, Whereas now, because of all the stuff you can do to your face and that, like everyone's everyone's yeah, hot. Exactly. Everyone's hot, um, and so I get why they do it. And look, I don't look, I don't mind. Like if you have got a you know a pimple here or there, yeah, like yeah, that, that's fine. Yeah. Like I'm not saying that. I, and I and as I said, I get why people do it. Yeah. We all have insecurities. Like I've got insecurities. You do. Yeah. You know, girls. I, I I don't even know how they handle all of the pressure that's put on them to to look perfect. Um, but yeah, filters for me and. You know what's scaring the shit out of me is AI. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh. What the hell is going on with that? They just put it on Snapchat. Oh my God. We are doomed, yeah, bro. I know. We are doomed. Anyway, that's uh, <laughs> Packer. Yeah, that's a good way to end it. <laughs> We're doomed. You know what? Go have a few cans and get over it. Yeah. Bloke cans, get some bloke beer. We're all doomed. It's all good. <laughs> Lay off the filters, you blokes. Jesus. <laughs> I tell you what, seeing the blokes put on the filters is a bit. How you going? Yeah, nah. It's like, mate, you don't have the you don't have the pressure that chicks have. Yeah. Also, blokes like no one's. It's not the same. No, Bro, no one cares. But like, <laughs> women have immense amount of pressure. Hundred percent. Yeah. Blokes, no, no one wants you to be pretty, bro. Nah. Stop it. Not not all blokes. Like, if you want to be pretty, that's fine. I'm <laughs> yeah. not saying it. But like, at the same time, you don't have the pressure just that relax. women have. Yeah. Just chill yeah. out. Yeah. Let's just chill out in the filters, blokes. <laughs> um, and yeah, that is us done and dusted. Pucker up, boys. Another week. Uh, and we will see you next week and I'll go and fuck myself. Thank you. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.